you know, with it being Father's Day, uh, um, we got looking at, you know, do we preach a Father's Day message? Well, I don't know per se that that's where the Lord had led me today, but here's what's interesting. Uh, we have a brother here in our midst. He's a young dad, a dad only for about a year, and uh, the Lord's laid something on his heart, and he approached me about it, and he said, do you think, uh, do you think I could share just for a few moments? So we've met a couple times just to, to, to discuss and look, and I thought, you know what? This works out good. Got a, I got a dad that's going to share today in a broader way maybe than what you're expecting. But what I'd love for you to do is just, just to get you ready, I'd, I'd love for you to turn your Bibles to Luke 15. Luke chapter 15. And we are going to get our to share with us. But Luke chapter 15, and we are going to beginning, uh, be beginning with verse 11. And here's the thing. We've already spent the last several weeks dealing with the stories, the interactions, and the parables of Jesus and, and all that He ministered to us, spoke to us regarding discipleship, regarding evangelism, regarding loving others. And that's going to kind of continue heavy today here as well. Jesus continued, there was a man who had two sons. The younger one said to his father, Father, give me my share of the estate. So he divided his property between them. Not long after that, the younger son got together all he had, set off for a distant country, and there squandered his wealth and wild living. After he had spent everything, there was a severe famine in the whole country, and he began to be in need. So he went, he hired himself out, a citizen of that country, who sent him to the, to the fields to feed pigs. He longed to fill his stomach with the pods that the pigs were eating, but no one gave him anything. When he came to his senses, he said, How many of my father's hired servants have food to spare, and here I am starving to death. I will set out and go back to my father and say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you, and I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. So he got up and went to his father. But while he was still a long way off, who doesn't love this imagery? His father saw him was filled with compassion for him. He ran to his son, threw his arms around him, and kissed him. The son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. Our God's a good God. Our Father is a good Father. And I love how the Lord chooses to speak to us today. Let's welcome Brother Tommy Harmon as he comes up here and shares with us a little bit this morning. Let's just welcome him right now. Thank you, Pastor Dave. Well, there's um, four items in this passage that uh, probably go in a literal term instead of uh, figurative and the four of them is the robe, the ring, the sandals, and the fatted calf, because that means a lot more to me. Um, when Sonia was pregnant with my baby girl, Evelyn, um, I ended up coming upon this verse on a pastor that I used to uh, watch on YouTube, Pastor John Jenkins. So he kind of put it on my heart, um, <clears throat> the understanding of this a little more. And furthermore, uh, 
I just like to, this right here just means a lot to me because it's how I have compassion for my daughter. Not only does God have compassion for his people, even when they sin and go afar off, he still can bring them in and, you know, bring them mercy. So, again, I like to start with the robe. The robe, you know, we see is just a covering or just, you know, a piece of clothing. Well, it means more. The actual definition of uh, to cover is to protect or conceal. So, with that being said, he gave him a robe to protect his child to uh, not exploit his mistakes to pray for him. It's a covering that we we should all have for our children and for anybody else too, not even just our children, but for other followers and other people in the faith. And we must teach them in the error of their ways in love and compassion with full faith that our Heavenly Father will make his work in him. So with that being said, we want to be able to cover our children with a robe. And uh, the second item is the ring. The ring symbolizes in a lot of past is like a family heritage, family seal, family crest. It's used to identify, you know, who you are. If people see that ring on their finger and say, hey, you're part of that family and that lineage. So with that being said, we should also have our, identifi our identification with our children, meaning we should be, um, we should identify, them, identify with them and not be ashamed of them. We should always be able to say, hey, that we should be able to just identify with them and be able to say, hey, you know, I've made the mistakes, I've been to the same path, but you know what, I'm still going to identify with you, even though you've done, you know, treacherous things. So uh, then the third thing is the sandal. It symbolizes giving a sense of direction. And not only that, you got to give your testimony of your walk with God. So these can be a hand-me-down, such as, you know, he gave him the sandals to tell him, hey, this is my, this is my testimony, this is my walk, now I'm going to give you one, passing it down to you, so you can have a straight path. And then the last thing is the fatted calf. The fatted calf was always used for celebration or rejoicing. In this case, it was rejoicing for uh, a lost son that came back, and now he's in the grace. So with that being said, uh, people would take this calf, a special calf out of their livestock, and invest a lot into it, feed them a different diet, invest in them, and that way, you know, it's, it's just basically a big investment. So in that, in that sense, it... It means to me that we must invest in our children. We must invest everything that we can for them so they can have a good foot and be able to succeed. Give your children the best that you can so they can have the support to succeed. And basically, that's, those are four things in that passage that most people don't realize that, um, most people don't realize that uh, they're not just a literal term. It's also a figurative term. So the Bible can always have meaning in two different ways and also just for the individual too. And this is what it's called me. So um, that's pretty much it with it. And I thank you very much. Have a good day. Thank you, brother. You know, it's beautiful. And thank you, Tommy, so much. I, I've enjoyed just having a, a share back and forth, and, and it really has opened my eyes to this because here this father lays out this robe and this ring and these sandals and this fatted calf for a son that basically said, I want you dead, I want you gone because I want the money now. I don't want you, I want my stuff, I want for me. And isn't it a beautiful thing, just as my brother just shared, that, that, that this father would say, bring me a robe. I'm covering you. How many know the Father has covered you with His love, grace, and mercy? <laughs> he says, bring me the ring. You are a part of the family. Right? Tommy and I had a long 
discussion about the sandals. Oh, folks, if anybody needs to be hearing your testimony of look what the Lord has done, it's your kids. Amen. Look what the Lord has done. And finally, that fatted calf, as my brother shared, what has the Lord blessed you with that you may be a blessing? See, all four of these things, as we've shared, and Tommy, I so appreciate it, and we're going to do more. I've so appreciated it. As we've shared, these, thing, these four things coming together ultimately is all about being the evangelist and the disciple you need to be in your home. Because we have been called to point our children to who? To Jesus. Point them to Jesus. Point them to Jesus. Just as I said with Mother's Day, there's no perfect Mother's Day message. There's no perfect Father's Day message. There's only truth. (laughs) And it's the truth that will always set us free. Amen? Always set us free. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. I feel like many times dad get, dads get the bad rap. I'm not playing victim here. I was sharing out in the foyer. Yep. I was sharing out in the foyer here. Um, uh, you know, let's think about Father's Day. Some of us remember to wish each other a happy Father's Day, right? Mother's Day? Do, do, do. What of the Lord sounds? You walk into Walmart or Hallmark or wherever you go, there's a whole aisle of every Mother's Day card known to man. You go to those same stores a month later, we got a half a section. And you know what? Let's just be honest. We love our mamas, and we're so thankful for them. I'm going to tell you what. The Lord has a great calling for dads, for fathers, an amazing calling. Far, far above anything that we could imagine. And I'm so thankful today that we have the perfect example in our Heavenly Father who loves us, calls us His own, continues to declare truth, giving us those sandals, and investing everything He had into us. How many know that the Father has invested everything into you, His children? How? How? 2,000 years ago, on a cross, hung His one and only Son. For who? Get your finger out and point at yourself. For you. He has invested everything in you because you are His children. And that's why 1 John says He lavishes His love on you. So, when we begin to look at these brothers and sisters or or, or just folks we run into, that same outpouring over our children, same reaching out to those around us because I, I believe that there are so many brokenhearted so many, so many that are, are lost, so many that don't know the love of God that truly need to know that there is someone covering them with intercession. 
that there is someone saying, come, be a part of the family. Saying, come, look what the Lord has done. I want to walk with you. And I'm here with you. There are so many out there that need that. So here on this Father's Day, as our brother has just kind of shared these, these four components, these four aspects, um, remember this isn't just for our children. This is for those around us. Amen? Amen? I'll tell you what, if you have a father near you right now, I'd like you to just put your hand on him. Just put him. Get a hand on him. Get a hand on him. Okay. Lord, what we're going to pray right now is this. No matter how we get around it, the calling of being a father is a sacred calling that you have laid out before us. Father, it is a call. It is a call to be uh, <laughs> the one who points the way, leads the way. It is one uh, who is called to be uh, a high priest of their home. It is one who is called to be a vessel of your image and love. It is one who is called to be a funnel of your blessing and favor over the family. Father, I thank you for every father in this place today. That, Lord, you fill them with such vision, such passion, such compassion to be the vessels that you have called them to be, not comparing themselves to any, uh, anyone else, but being what they've been called to be. I thank you now. I come against every lie uh, regarding uh, somehow the family could go to be fine without them. I rebuke that in the name of Jesus, and I thank you, Father, as we just speak restoration of every father in this place, in their home, and in their position in Jesus' name. Satan, you have lied for far too long, and I see an uprising of men of God all around us in Jesus' name. And I thank you now that as you're raising up these men of God, fathers are ensuing as well. Lord, in Jesus' name, being what they've been called to be. I thank you, Lord. You call them from all sorts and all places, Lord. You called Gideon the weakest of the weak. You called Paul the proudest and most arrogant of them all. Lord, you called Peter. Couldn't even half keep it together. Lord, you, you, you called Zacchaeus. Couldn't even half see over a crowd and was a thief to boot. Lord God, you call them from the north, the south, the east, and the west. It's not about who they are. It's who you declare them to be. And I thank you now, and we all do together. You are the fathers that God has called you to be. You are with the children he has blessed you with. And I thank you in the name of Jesus for renewing and restoring this calling in their lives. And Jesus holy name. To God be the glory. That, Father, whether in their home or outside the home, they willingly call for the robe. They willingly call for the ring. They willingly call for those sandals, and they willingly call for the fatted calf. In Jesus' name, God, you are good, and we praise you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.
Amen. To God be the glory. Happy Father's Day to each one of you. Amen? Amen. God, you are so good. You are so good. God, you're so good. God, you're so good. God, you're so good. You're so good to me. Oh, Lord, we praise you and we thank you in Jesus' holy name. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen.